Tyler, live events change lives. Just like when we gathered in October in Northern Virginia, Bell, a national 30 under 30 winner, walked in and said, I've been to all the conferences, all the trainings, all the events, but never in a room where people understood my heart and my work. And she said, my soul let out a sigh of relief. If that's something that you desire, then do not miss out our next upcoming conference in beautiful Greensboro, North Carolina, April 22nd to 23rd. Go to faithfulagent.com backslash conference and grab your tickets today. We will see you there. I got to get a root canal tomorrow. Isn't that terrible? Oh, because your teeth's falling out of your head. For real though. Oh God, be thou exalted over my possessions. Nothing of earth's treasure shall seem dear unto me if only thou art glorified in my life. Be thou exalted over my friendships. I am determined that thou shalt be above all, though I must stand deserted and alone in the midst of the earth. Be thou exalted above my comforts. Though it mean the loss of bodily comforts and the carrying of heavy crosses, I shall keep my vow made this day before thee. Be thou exalted over my reputation. Make me ambitious to please thee even if... As a result, I must sink into obscurity and my name be forgotten as a dream. Rise, O Lord, into thy proper place of honor, above my ambitions, above my likes and dislikes, above my family, my health, and even my life itself. Let me decrease that thou mayest increase. Let me sink that thou mayest rise above. Ride forth upon me as thou didst ride into Jerusalem, mounted upon the humble little beast, a colt. And let me hear the children cry to thee, Hosanna in the highest. By A.W. Tozer's The Pursuit of God. Mm. It's good. That's good. What you got, man? Anything? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but I'm also distracted by, as I just mentioned to you, I've got to get a root canal tomorrow, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> uh, I think it is. And here's what's funny is, this is not obviously what we're talking about, but here's what's funny. Well, a couple things. So audience, you might've heard me talk about, it. I'm in Colorado. We just get there. I bring my whole family. I'm there for a conference. We end up getting sick and missing the conference. But the first night we get there at like 7.30 PM, excuse me, which is like 9.30 PM for us. Cause we're in Virginia. And my two-year-old just starts throwing up all over the dinner, which is disgusting. Mm. And then as she's in the bath, uh, getting cleaned up by my wife, part of my tooth just literally falls out of my face. And it's like, what is that? And I remember reaching back and like, what, what is that? It was my tooth. And that was in October. It's now January, end of January. As we record this, I literally haven't eaten on the right side of my mouth since January (laughs) because I had to get a temporary crown. And now I've got to, you know, I, I think it's because he was cleaning it up to put on the temporary crown and he went too deep and he exposed my root. And now I got to get a root canal, which is like totally his fault. But my wife, anyways, so that's tomorrow. So my wife says, well, you know, are you like put out for a root canal or like how long are you out for? And I was like, oh, I have no idea. She's like, can you call and find out? Like, do you need a ride or what? And I said, yeah, yeah. So I forgot until later today and now they're already closed. So I'm going in tomorrow. Like, am I going to get knocked out or, you know, like, do I get to do stuff later in the day? How does this, I don't know how a root canal works. Yeah. Right. I have no idea. Uh, is it local anesthesia? Is it, I, I don't know. It's I'm not strange. sure. I don't never had one cause I brush my teeth and take care of my body. <laughs> but I <laughs> seriously, it sounds serious. I think that you, I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not going to say because I don't yeah, want to sound wrong, sound but I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Very much like you to just forget to figure that out. And that's actually like both <laughs> of us to just like say, well, we'll figure it out. I'll just yeah, show up fine. and, you know, when I like, get there. Yeah. I'll yeah. call you. If, yeah. If they put a needle in my gums, all right, we're doing local, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If they just put a mask on, like, all right, I'm going out. I guess I'll just stay here until I wake up. <laughs> I'll text you from the chair, Rachel. If I, if I, <laughs> right. if I exactly. don't get sin, then you know they knocked me out and need to come pick <laughs> right, me up. For real. Yeah. yeah. If you just see the little bubbles of like me <laughs> typing, that's right. Then, hey, you need to come get me. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I guess I should have figured it. But, you know, for all of us, there's just too many things going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, so, so my wife had me pursue holistic dentist. And it's like, well, our root canal is good because you're, you know, you're leaving this dead tooth in your mouth. Like, why would you do that? Like, just pull it. I'm like, okay. And so I go to this holistic dentist and honestly, it just came down to, I just, it's too much time to figure out what's the right decision. So I'm just going with the root canal. Nice. <laughs> just trust the Lord. They're like, all right, it's going to be fine. Yeah, whatever it is. Right. You know, I, I think I'll right. be, they've been doing it for a long time. I think I'll be okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, audience, maybe I'll let you know mm-hmm. uh, what happens when you get a root canal. Mm-hmm. Do you have to go out or is it local anesthesia? Mm-hmm. He said it'd take an hour. Or All waiting right. on bated breath. I, I know no you idea. are. I know you are, man. Wait. I know. <laughs> Which is a great lead-in yeah. because, you know, uh, this is about the Lord having uh, taking over our possessions and mm-hmm. being exalted over those things. Like mm-hmm. he even says... Uh, uh, over my likes and dislikes, above my family, my health, even my life itself. So this is just me uh, submitting myself in the holiest of ways mm-hmm. to, to the Lord. No, but man, I'll say this. I, I think as we, that was the long intro, guys. Sorry, we mm-hmm. had to talk about the root canal. That's yeah, fascinating. Literally but, less of you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right, that's true. But but here's what I think is was fascinating. I remember reading this and it, this is what struck me uh, is specifically the line, make me ambitious to please thee, even if as a result, I must sink into obscurity and my name be forgotten as a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, we just came out of episodes where uh, our buddy Cole Ordaway was on. We talked about the dash, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And that's your life and mm-hmm. reality of like history isn't going to be about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, that, that, as a prayer is difficult mm. to just say, let me fade into obscurity if that's what it takes. You know, mm-hmm. man, Yeah, we just battle with the flesh so much. I, I was telling my group coaching group this morning, literally is one of the reasons I felt like I hit burnout and just got exhausted was I was trying so hard to do something. And I will again, because I'm a sinner and that's unfortunate, but I was trying so hard to do something that, when I died, it would be of such note that people would speak of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm confessing to, the, to our, our, our group, uh, our coaching group, and I said, as if I could do something that they would need to rewrite the Bible and tell the story again, you right. know? Like, right. now, obviously I would never say that, but it's like, that's what I'm doing, yeah. right? If I really think about, it, there's one historical record that matters in its scripture, mm-hmm. and yet I think I can change it, or I think I can, you know, totally change the course of history, and it's, it's just pride, mm-hmm. uh, but it does make us seek those things. So that prayer of Lord, that my ambitions, even if you just need to remove me, you know, my name would fade away, which is going to anyways, let's mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. uh, that you would do it anyways. But that's yeah. difficult, right? It is, man. Uh, it, it is. It's such a, a dance, right? Because being ambitious and desiring to be excellent is great. We teach that. We believe that. As a Christian, we're called to be excellent in all that we do. 
But why? For what purpose? For what end? To bring honor to our name? No. To bring honor to our creator, to the ultimate king of kings. That's the purpose. We're created in his image. We bear his image. He's gifted us and blessed us with talents that are none of our own doing. Maybe we'll refine them based on um, being obedient to what he's calling us into, which leads to being excellent so that we can honor him with more. Um, But it's not about us. It's not about our name. I, I think that I thought Cole did a great job, um, and you know I probably lost my job in those couple of episodes. But he's super. <laughs> so wise, did I. We're just going to let him do it by himself. You got it, Cole. Here's the reins, <laughs> yeah, um, buddy. But the dash was a is a great image, super strong image. I like the poem that he read or shared. Um, but the way that I personally relate to it, or my kind of testimony to what is your legacy and what is your um, how are you going to be remembered? Is um, I think I've told you the story before, G. But I was sitting in. Um, Toronto, when I flash back to when I was playing uh, baseball for the Orioles, we're sitting in Toronto in the Rogers Center, and I wasn't pitching that day, so I just had a front row seat to the game. Great, great day, beautiful day. And I'm looking out into the outfield, and I see all the Toronto Blue Jays um, organizational Hall of Famers. So any name and number that had been retired, there's eight or nine of them um, that are mm. plastered across the uh, upper deck of the outfield. And it has their name in the years in which they played for the Blue Jays. Mm. And I'm reading through them and I'm a, I played baseball my whole life. Obviously a diehard baseball guy. I still love baseball um, for different reasons now than I did when I was playing. Um, but I'd been following since I was a kid. And I, of the eight or nine names, I recognized one of them. I could just mm. recognized. I had never even heard of the rest of them, let alone know what they had accomplished on a baseball field. And so, you know, Lord willing, each of those guys used their platform and their success on the field to bring honor to God's name and were, you know, believers. I pray that each of them were, but what it showed me in that moment was that this vi- this field of play, literally, um, where they had dedicated their life and became some of the best to have ever done it, had absolutely no legacy in terms of me remembering what they had done outside of just seeing their their name up there. Like the legacy mm. that those men left um, had to do with the people that they were around, with any families that they had, any spouses that they had, the way that they spoke to the people around them when they had a microphone and bright lights and a loud stage. And here we are, not that much later. I mean, some of them played in the 80s and 90s and maybe even 2000s. Like, like I was certainly coherent enough to know who these people were when watching baseball and I don't know them. And it was, it hit me as I'm laboring and toiling in this career to become as great as I can be. Like, what is the purpose? Because if my end goal is to have my name up there on the wall, like that's not wrong um, or not bad to have that ambition to be great. But if the sole focus is so that my name is enshrined, well, that legacy is finite clearly short-lived and will be immediately forgotten very shortly after they hang my name up on that wall. Now, maybe my family and my kids' kids and kids' kids can talk about, you know, grandpa was a great baseball player back in his day, but that's where it ends in terms of what that legacy is. A true generational legacy that impacts the kingdom is one that's focused on honoring God's name. The one that is remembered is the one that is obedient to what God calls you into. And the only account that matters is when we stand before the Lord um, on the day of reckoning where we, when he says, well done, good and faithful servant, period. That's the mm-hmm. only audience we play for, audience of one. I mean, I think that's a that's a, an outfit that does a great job of, of, of speaking that truth. But I used to actually started writing that like in my in my prayers and I would wear a bracelet or whatever to just remind me that there's 
hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people watching me right now play this game. And that's great. I hope they have a great time. Like this is this is amazing that we're getting to do this. But the only audience that ultimately matters in all this and the only account that will ultimately matter in terms of eternity is the audience of one. Hey everyone, we love the Faithful Agent community and we want to continue to give away and pour into you as much as we can totally for free. One of the ways you financially support the work that we're doing is when you have a buyer or seller referral headed to Hampton Roads or Richmond, Virginia, send them to my team. Not only will you get great experience for your clients, you'll also be helping the mission of the Faithful Agent at the same time. Just go to faithfulagent.com backslash referral or text me 757 2-6-6-2-8-7-6. Now on to the show. The crazy thing is too, when he says, well done, good and faithful servant, he's holding a record of Christ's life, mm. not ours, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, wow, well done, good and faithful servant, right. you know? Right. Uh, yeah, dude, you're, you're, all of that is totally spot on. I, it makes me think about, I was, this song was just stuck in my head this week. It's called All Glory Be to Christ. And the first verse is, mm-hmm. Should nothing of our efforts stand, no legacy survive, unless the Lord does raise the house, in vain its builders strive. To you who boast tomorrow's gain, tell me what is your life? A mist that vanishes at dawn, all glory be to Christ. Hmm. All glory be to Christ, our King, all glory be to Christ. His rule and reign will ever sing. All glory be to Christ. Just the reality of it is, it's going to fade you know, it's so interesting. You talk about seeing those names up on the on the stadium, right? Because there, how many names right now are, are worldwide names? Three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tiger yeah. Woods is yeah. he a worldwide name? I I guess so. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, is that and and like so you've got these handful of people out of eight eight billion that are worldwide names, right? Well, 200 years from now, nobody's going to care who Taylor Swift was, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 200 years from now, no one's going to care who Tiger Woods was. Now, they might say he was, you know, the greatest golfer of his generation. And that's it, right? Like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. What are we going to have for lunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that there is no legacy that will survive, that will surpass the legacy of Christ, exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And yet, man, in, in our in our total honesty and our transparency uh, for this show, I say that. But when I look at what I try to do a lot of times, I'm not doing that. You know, it, it, we talked uh, uh, today uh, with my group, but it was like, we're stuck between this supposed to and this desire to, right? Like so many things that we end up choosing is because we feel like we're supposed to. And that's really, I think, kind of the world talking to us, right? Which is, whereas the desire to is the Lord who says, I've placed this desire in your heart Mm -hmm. and I've given you these gifts and I've given you this internal and external call. You should go do these things, Mm -hmm. right? But the world is just such a draw for us, man. Mm -hmm. And in the real estate space, one of the people in the group I was proud of, she said on Instagram, she unfollowed all of these agents around her because she's a mom and she can't sell as many homes as she used to. She was selling 30 homes a year and she unfollowed all these people because she realized that all it was was making her just long for and desire to just go back to that life, even though she knows that's not what the Lord has called her to. She's now a mom and she's here raising her daughter 
uh, and she has two older kids, but raising her daughter and intentionally being with her. And that means naturally she's not going to do as many deals. She doesn't have the capacity for it, right? Mm -hmm. And yet the world is looking around and I, I think we work so hard to sell a ton of homes, to make a lot of money, to do something of note, whatever, because we just want the world to write it down and take note of what we've done, mm-hmm. right? And even if they do, right? And, and if believers do something of note, that's an amazing thing. Even if they do, that paper's going to fade away, that notebook that it's on is going to break, right? The, the memory of those things are going to go away. Mm-hmm. And what's left? Well, Christ is left. The gospel still stands. The, I, I'm constantly blown away when uh, I'm reading right now through, uh, through Ezekiel and reading through Ezekiel and thinking of, uh, I've said it before, but like the same God who's speaking through Ezekiel and speaking to him is the same God that speaks to us right? The people that were living their lives at the time and thinking they were doing something of note, the kings and queens and blah, 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 they thought they were something. And people were talking about it. Guess what? Now they're a cliff note in history, right? And now guess who we're still talking about? The Lord. And I say all of that to say, man, that is not my heart posture very often, right? Let's just be realistic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is longing for the other things. Mm -hmm. But if we can submit ourselves to say in a a totally truthful, humble way, only by the grace of God, Lord, do what you will. And if my name fades away, praise God, uh, because that's good and that's honoring. Yeah. What do you think, man? Take us home. To live as Christ, to die as gain. I mean, that's just... um, Scriptural, biblical, true. Like, uh, I think that it is so, we're so susceptible to words of affirmation. I mean, there's such a, there's such a good thing about encouragement, like to give somebody courage to go forth and say, you're doing this great. You're doing an awesome job. Like to love thy neighbor by pouring and showering um, confidence unto them and over them. I mean, that that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's how we love our neighbor. Like doing so much of that is a good thing. But when our desire, uh, like there's a, there's a slippery slope where we can yearn and crave that affirmation, confirmation, um, words, all positive words from um, the people around us that we seek that approval prior or before seeking the approval of the Lord and our creator, or like that's, we just get the order of ops wrong. We were Mm. created to first and foremost, to love our God with all our heart, soul, might, and strength, and then to love our neighbor as ourself. I mean, there's a prioritization of each of those things. We do, we do one by doing the other, right? But if we are so consumed with what the people around us care about, think about, say about us, then we're getting the order wrong. And then that, our reputation and who we are starts to become um, our God rather than seeing who our identity is, just like you talked about earlier, um, being through the lens of the blood of Christ and what was accomplished um, through him on the cross in the empty tomb. And so we, we are just in our hearts, inherently, we have all inherited that we desire to be like God, that we desire to have total authority over all that we do. I mean, he gave us dominion over his creation. Like that was what he desired for us, but we just took it too far that we mm-hmm. we wanted more. Like that wasn't enough for us. And so we have got to know all of us here as, as Christians, but also as sinners that we're just overly susceptible to those things. So, you know, I totally affirm, um, you know, whoever's in your group, like, 
recognizing that, seeing that desire within her and pulling away from that. Like if your arm causes you to sin, cut it off. If something around you is causing you to be distracted from the priorities in your life, then, then get rid of it. I mean, I know it's not as easy and simple and as plain as that. Like it's, it's not me. I sit here and say this in five seconds, expect you to just get rid of it. But I mean, like there's steps to go through it, but it's that simple. I mean, the outcome mm-hmm. is that simple that if it's not refining us or sanctifying us, if it's not of God, if it's not of the calling that he has for our life, then it's it's a no, like it, it's as simple as that. But that's where it takes our community. That's where it takes um, people that care about you close to you, that are, will hold you accountable, that will rebuke you lovingly, that will tell you that your heart's not in the right place. I mean- that that's what she that's what we all need i mean that and that's what we are hope to that's what the faithful agent is that's what um you know on a more intimate and you know closer scales what your local church is i mean that's what having people in your inner circle that you that know everything about you that you can confess to and confide like those are things that we need to have you know and and as we you know here we are in a new year here we are, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is that you hear this like if you don't have those things and you don't have those checks and balances um in your day to day, then that needs to be a priority. We're great at having accountability relationships and measuring bottom lines in our business, but we never take inventory of those things um, in our spiritual life, which is way more important than that. And so mm-hmm. I did not right. um, take us home with a five minute rant. So I'm <laughs> no, gonna I've, throw I've it got back something. To you. Yeah. <laughs> I have something. Yes. <clears throat> Just like having a dead tooth. Yeah. Well, you need to get it removed. I don't know what that means. I was trying to bring it back. All right. You like that? Yeah. You know, we need a root canal for our heart. How about that? That feels Mm -hmm. appropriate. (laughs) I think it is the, it ultimately at the end of the day, exactly what we're both saying, which we're terrible at, right? We never want anyone to think because we're behind the mic that we've got this figured out. That is not true whatsoever. Mm -hmm. This is my personal time of confession always on this show, right? It's like, we're terrible. Just just trust us. Get to know us. You'll realize, man, those guys sin a lot too. Uh, But by the grace of God. But it is this reality of there are things in us, right? That the, the, the devil is not kind. He, he doesn't want us to thrive and live. And he wants to literally drag us down mm-hmm. into hell with him mm-hmm. and kill us, right? That's, that's literally what he desires. I, I, I have a rotted tooth and it's got to get fixed. Well, that's all that it is, mm-hmm. right? He wants to literally make everything about us rot to the core mm-hmm. and go down with him. It's not, a, it's not a, just a fun, we're hanging out and we can, you know, I too often just walk a line of, you know, whatever temptation or whatever it is uh, of desire to be great or whatever these things are. That's him. Mm-hmm. That's not the Lord saying be great, you know? Uh, th- those aren't those things. We've heard this phrase before w- w- many times, but the only thing we contributed to our salvation was the sin that made it necessary, right? If we could just remember that and recognize, man, uh, Tyler is not some great human being by any means, nor am I. We are sinners to the core. We are saved by an incredible savior. And when we go out each day to try to sell homes, when we go out to try to grow our business, when we have to decide between staying home to care for our children or trying to sell the same number of homes that we've always sold so the world thinks that we're doing a good job, we recognize that it's about faithfulness to the Lord, not faithfulness to the world and Mm -hmm. what they want from us, Mm -hmm. right? And I think if we can do that, 
man, I'll be the first one to say agents, uh, faithful community, hold me accountable to that, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hold Tyler accountable to that uh, because we're going to fail and that's difficult. But I think it's what we strive for. And so, man, I think uh, I'm going to read this one line one more time as we wrap up. Make me ambitious to please thee, even if as a result, I must sink into obscurity and my name be forgotten as a dream. Rise, O Lord, into thy proper place of honor. Amen. Amen. Faithful agents, we love you. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Hey, faithful agents, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope it encouraged you to both grow your business and your faith. And as always, make sure you share this episode with a friend who you think would be encouraged by it. And join us on our Facebook group if you aren't there yet to come together with the other faithful agents around the country. Just go to facebook.com and search the faithful agent. And if you want to be encouraged more locally, because after all, local groups is where the real growth and change happens, go to faithful agent.com backslash local groups to check out what we've got going on. And if there isn't a group near you, you can reach out to us right there and tell us you're interested in starting your own. Thank you as always for tuning into this episode. We hope to see you next week.